Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 23rd of July and as usual with all the information contained in this presentation it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. If you need to of course you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. If you need to and you're listening by podcast, head on over to the website and you can read the disclaimer there. Okay, well, we had a more muted night on the US markets. It had to happen, pausing for a bit of a breather. And we had the Dow Jones up 25 points or James Bond 0.07%, Dow up to 34.823, so marginally higher. And NASDAQ up 53 points or 0.36%, 14,685. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as always, up 9 points, 4367, 1% shy of its all-time high. We had SPY futures on the back of that and probably more importantly on the back of the iron ore price uh, collapsing last night. SPY futures down 15 points or 0.21% to 7280 So we should see a little bit of weakness at the start and maybe those big miners under some pressure. BHP, Rio and Fortescue will cop the the brunt of the sell-off if that iron ore price continues to stay where it is. But uh, we will see how that pans out. Of course, the New South Wales and Victorian numbers at around 11 o'clock will be the major focal point of the day. And we could take our cue from there. VIX index down 1.23%. To 17.69. Commodities, though, apart from iron ore, that is, are generally firmer. We had Brent crude back up to 73.79, up a dollar 56 or 2.16%. WTI back up to close to 72 bucks a barrel, dollar 61 to the good, 2.3% higher. Gold up two bucks. We won't even worry about gold, 18.05. Iron ore, though, the big faller last night had to happen at some stage, and we've seen most other commodities take a tumble and then bounce back quite quickly. The question is whether iron ore will do the same, but it closed down $12.10 to (coughs) $201.50, down 5.66%, so a big fall there in iron ore yesterday. And we have the Aussie dollar around 73.81 at the moment, which is slightly higher than it was last night. As far as other commodities go, we had copper up just over 1%, nickel up 1.8%, aluminium up 1%, zinc down 0.14%, lead not going down like the balloon, up 2.9%, and tin was up 1.7% last night. So good moves there. BHP in Aussie dollar terms in the US down smidge, down 0.15% and Rio down 1% in US ADR terms. Here you can see the S&P 500 fighting back from its lows, but nothing very inspiring out of the US. All about corporate results yesterday. 
Domino's Pizza in the US had a pretty good result. Twitter also after hours doing well, but a mixed bag really. And we did see some economic data coming out of the US as well, which was slightly disappointing. So a little bit of a mixed bag, a little bit of a pause from the US markets suggests that we'll be in a pause phase today. Iron ore will weigh and we'll be looking for Auntie Glad and Uncle Dan for guidance at 11 o'clock. Uh, tech stocks, though, did well last night. They were leading those gains. Treasuries did climb, and China is weighing an unprecedented penalty for Didi after the US IPO, and it does join the China's worst IPOs after new regulatory pressure. Deadly water protests in Iran challenge its distracted leaders, and US-China trade booms as if the virus and the tariffs never happened. Uh, warning from major chip makers adds to worries. Industry will produce more than demand. One of the headlines this morning. And Biden's team is planning for chip funding even before Congress acts. And that is not McDonald's fries. That is semiconductor and chips there. What's on today? We saw Twitter up nearly 5% after hours after their results, so that should help US futures, which will give us a little bit of a positive backdrop. Average daily active users reached 206 million, up 11%. Coles has killed off the plastic toys, finally, and US Domino's Pizza notched higher comparable sales in their stores. Interesting to see how our own Domino's fares, given that we have lockdowns and the Olympics uh, beginning tonight, so they should do well from that. U.S. initial jobless claims. This was the number that was slightly upsetting last night, and the economists were waving it away as uh, transitory. Uh, they claimed, though, to 419,000 seasonally adjusted. That was an increase of over 51,000 over the previous week, so that was slightly weaker and a bit of a surprise for economists. So uh, that explains some of the pause in at the US. ECB met last night as well and kept its vast stimulus for the Eurozone in place. And despite rumours to the contrary, President uh, or ECB head Christine Lagarde had no tweaks for the current policy. Japan closed today for Sports Day. Yesterday was Marine Day, today is Sports Day, and of course tonight we have the Olympic opening ceremony, and last night the Olly Roos, the Australian soccer team, beat Argentina 2-0. Rio down 0.2, uh, sorry, 1%, and BHP down 0.2 in US ADRs. That 10-year yield in the US, 1.26 at the moment, Australia 1.18, so suspect we may see that tickle a little bit higher towards where the US is, closing up that differential. Germany at the moment is minus 0.43%, minus 0.43%. Iron ore down that 5.7% last night. And a company in the US coming out of Massachusetts, Form Energy, has said that it can make batteries out of iron that take days to discharge. Unfortunately, they're quite heavy, so they're not likely to be used in cars, but they certainly could be part of the renewables effort with the battery side of things. IAG this morning has come out with a guidance and uh, some results <coughs> ahead of their August official numbers. GWP, which is gross written premium guidance for low single digit growth in FY22. And oil search pushing for a higher offer from Santos. And Woodside looking at a script deal for BHP's oil and gas assets. Question of the day today, Zip. 
Easy question. Buy or a sell? We'll leave the thought with you. But uh, are you a bull or a bear? Zip certainly has got a number of bears at the moment. Around 10% of Zip shares currently are shorted, which is interesting. Second highest short position after Webjet. So an interesting one there, despite the fact we have bid rumours swirling around and a quarterly out yesterday, which was quite good, I thought. Uh, their shorters hate Zip at the moment. That's it from me today. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there. As usual, it's a great group. Three and a half thousand members currently over there. Members helping members is the motto. So uh, always good to have your company over there. That's it. Have a great weekend and don't forget to get vaccinated. Thanks very much.